Blog Talk Radio.
Even though female duets are not very typical for Southern Gospel, these sisters have proven themselves to be available to be used for God. Audiences everywhere are captivated by their dedication and, of course, the family harmony. They would love the opportunity to minister at your next service or event. I personally know these two beautiful women. I call them my sisters. I have heard them many times. They are absolutely amazing the first song long black train as we all know is a well-known song but these two sisters give it such such meaning the first time i heard them sing it it gave me chill bumps it is one of my favorite songs and they not only did it justice they took it to church so i want to thank them for coming and before we even get started with tonight's interview because of the toxic environment that we're living in, not just in America, but all across the world, we need to lean on something that many of us live faithfully every day, while others maybe not so much. But it's like I tell people, if I believe in God and there's no God, I lose nothing. If I don't believe in God and there is a God, I lose everything. So I choose to believe in God. I choose to live my faith, especially with everything that I have been through the last few years. So one of the sisters, either Donna or Brenda, whichever one wants to, has has gladly accepted the call to lead us in a short prayer before we begin our interview. So girls, welcome, and whichever one you want, let's talk to God. Thanks so much, Yvonne. I'll just go ahead if, if it's okay. Father, yeah. thank you so much for the opportunity that we have tonight to share of our ministry and We just ask that whoever may be listening, that they will be blessed by the songs and by the words that are spoken, and that they can look and see that although the world may be in turmoil, that when we put our faith and our trust in you, that you can give us the peace and joy in our hearts to continue through life no matter what we have to face. Thank you again for Yvonne and her wonderful radio program that you've given her and for the opportunities that she's given us. And we just ask that you keep each of us safe and sound. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 That was Donna and the other sister is Brenda. I want to welcome you both to the show. And let's just get started. Y'all have... Y'all have a lot of history. Who wants to talk about it? Well, I prayed, so we'll let Brenda talk about history. (laughs) All right. Well, like you said, we started singing with our parents in 1982. Um, Donna and I actually began singing independently long before that. We probably both were about 10 when we started singing in churches. Donna sang her first solo at the age of 10. We sang in every choir that we had at our church we were both singing in choirs in our schools and um, we would sing with our friends we had a friend in our neighborhood that was a big Elvis fan of course we loved Elvis and (laughs) the three of us would get together and Denny would pretend to be Elvis and Donna and I were his backup singers and we would turn the lights (laughs) off and back then they, they made lights out of pop cans we would hang those up in the mirrors. Those would be our spotlights. We would sing into hairbrushes, curling irons, pencils, whatever we had, and the three of us would put on little mini concerts. So music has been in our blood forever. It's hard to actually remember a time that we weren't singing in, as part of something, but for 38 years now, which makes us really old, we've been doing a gospel ministry, and it's just been amazing that the doors that God has opened, the states that we've been, we've pretty much been coast to coast and all over the country got to sing on a couple cruises which was wonderful and so we've had a long long history of music in our our blood and we just love what we do we both sing in praise bands and choirs at churches I currently sing on my church worship team when I'm home and um, music is just such a powerful way to communicate the message of God's love and I'm just thankful that God's chosen to use us in that way and love and, every minute of it. Don't you, you know, there is an old saying that, that music will soothe the savage beast. Couldn't that be yeah. said of of people? M- music is a universal language. Even if you don't understand the words, you understand the tone, the the intonation, mm-hmm. 
and the exactly. the, the music itself. Exactly. And and yeah. would it be fair yeah. to so would powerful. it be fair to say that at this time in history, when the world is tilting on its axis, trying to spin completely out of control, that this is when we need God and music the most. Absolutely. Most definitely. Yeah, we did we did a Facebook Live on May the 2nd. And, you know, we have done Facebook Lives like, you know, wishing everybody, you know, Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and things like that. We'd never done a um, concert Facebook Live, but people kept saying, you need to do it, you need to do it. Well, we live 45 minutes apart, and here in Ohio – um, our governor was the first one to start shutting down the states. I mean, we were in Florida with you guys uh, when restaurants started closing here in Ohio. And so, you know, they were saying that if you didn't have paper with you and if you were pulled over for something, if you didn't produce a paper that you had to be out, you could be fined or taken in jail. And so we didn't think it was real smart for one of us to try to die, drive 45 <laughs> minutes each way just to do a one-hour Facebook live concert. So we waited until after the first order was extended another time. And then we finally said, forget it, we're going to do it. And so on May the 2nd, we set up the sound system in my living room and did a Facebook live concert. We have had almost 1200 views of that concert. And that just goes to show me that people are hungry They need something to take their mind off of everything that's going on around them. I was astonished when I saw the number of views. It just, it was amazing. Well, it, what what it is, contrary to what the stupidity of some of the thinkers have been, it is doing the complete opposite. Those of us who have mm-hmm. faith and those of us who have a higher calling, and ladies and gentlemen, I don't mean that in a we're better than everybody else. Our faith right. is a higher calling. We understand that this world is not our home. We're just passing through. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. The the opposite of what they wanted to happen is happening. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's strengthening it's just like those of my us church. who believe. We we have in the low three hundreds in attendance. Well, when we weren't having services, we started doing live on Facebook and YouTube. We usually did a live stream, but that was just one live stream. So we were putting it out there so people could watch it any time of day. Our lowest viewed service was like right around 800, 850, we have had as high as 1,500 views on our services when we were averaging 300 and 310 in our services. So God has taken that and exploded our audience. So we know people are looking for something right now. So when they're seeing these church broadcasts on Facebook, they're jumping on and they're viewing it because they need something to give them hope. So God has taken what the devil meant for harm in shutting down the churches, and he's allowed our churches to minister to hundreds, if not thousands, more people than we normally would on a given Sunday. And I love that because that gives the devil a black eye. It does, That's right. and it 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 ticks him, and and he just keeps throwing things at us. Before before we went live, ladies and gentlemen, I was talking to the to the girls and someone that has been on. In in my in my circle of Facebook friends for forever, put up something on her Facebook feed, and I had a very legitimate question. And her que- her statement was, forty five being the president has now called out the the military, and he's now declared war on Americans. And and my statement to her was, well. What is the difference in the rioters who are looting, burning, and killing Americans? They've already declared war on America. I said, I really want to know what the difference is. I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but what is the difference? Ladies and gentlemen, she unfriended me. She never answered me. She just unfriended me. Now, Donna, Brenda, what do y'all tell me? What does that tell you? Well, what it tells me is that she had no answer to give you. 
And that's one of the things that um, I've, I've asked people different questions on Facebook as well. And, you know, whether it's over whether or not we should wear a mask or not, or whether we should cut our hair or not, or whatever, you know, pick a topic, even outside of all of this. And so many times, People are just repeating what they think they should say or what is the most popular thing to say for the moment, and they don't really have a conviction about it. And so they can't give an answer. And so instead of saying, well, you know, I don't really know, I need to think about that, they don't want to admit, and their pride gets in the way, and the Bible says pride comes before a fall. And they just would rather unfriend people than to really stop and think. And that's that's one of my biggest pet peeves. It's like, if you believe different from me, I have no problem with that. But I think you ought to be able to explain to me why you believe differently from me, and I should be able to tell you why I believe what I believe, not just because, well, that's the way my church said it, or that's the way my mom and dad raised me, or that's the way grandma believed. If I don't have a good reason for believing the way I believe, it's not much of a belief. And would it be safe to say, Brenda, that it's not much of a faith either? Exactly. And the devil wants to divide, and that's one of the biggest things that I've seen on Facebook so much is if you don't agree with somebody, you think you have the right to lash out at them and attack them, and it's like you see it my way or you're wrong. There's little tolerance for differences of opinions anymore. And it's a, it's a tactic that the devil is using to try and divide us. It's, it's been going on for decades over different things, like she mentioned, you know, what to wear, what not to wear, the legalism that was in the church for so long. And that finally went away. Then it became, oh, well, should we sing hymns? Should we sing praise and worship? Should we use books? Should we have the words on the wall? And the churches fight over that, too. That's just what the devil wants, because he knows he's not going to get us to give up our faith but if he can get us fighting amongst ourselves in the churches, then he's winning that battle. And sadly, it's happening, and people are letting that happen, and they're letting the division come between them and fighting over things that have no place being fought over. You know, fight the devil. Unite together and fight him instead of fighting each other over little differences and differences of opinion. But sadly, that's not happening. No, and and those of us that that are truly faith-bound and and are grounded and understand that this is just a journey. We mm-hmm. we're not mm-hmm. we're not staying here forever. Right. And our priority is not this earth. Sure, we have to live mm-hmm. here for the time being, but this isn't where we're going to stay. Right. Nope. And and all the petty stuff that goes on is not that important. No. I told so many people so many times I said, you know, at first when when SMH came out as uh, you know, an acronym or whatever, I didn't know what it meant. And so I I'm the type of person if I don't understand something, I ask because I have a saying, the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. And that Amen. is the truth. And so I said, I'm seeing SMH a lot on here. What does that mean? And somebody said, shaking my head. I thought, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. So um, we were talking, and this was before all of this year even started, and I I said something about SMH times a 1,000. And I've been thinking through all of the stuff we've been going through in 2020 as a nation. I, I am sure God who sees it all. You know, we just see little bits and pieces, and we see what the media gives us here and there. He must be up there, SMH, in about a million or two million times every oh, yeah. day. You know? <laughs> Just sitting there with his head in his hands going, oh, my word, these people. Exactly. I what thought the doing? Israelites were bad, but look what these yeah. people yeah. are doing. Yes, I know. We I know. have lost it's, our common sense. We have lost our reasoning. We have lost yeah. our way. We have totally gone around the bend with insanity, and we're all stuck on stupid collectively. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yeah. not going to even well, ask how much more worse can it get, because sure enough, my daddy used to say, cheer up, Yvonne, it could get worse. I cheered up, and it got worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, but you see, it takes us thinking for ourselves in order to not have any of that stuff happen. 
And, you know, I, I remember when I was growing up and, you know, uh, my first election for a presidential election was 1980. And I can remember Ronald Reagan sitting in the Oval Office, and when he would address the nation, he would just sit and he would just talk very basic to everyone, and he would just explain stuff to where you could understand it. And he did it in a way that he didn't demean you, but he wanted you to understand what he was thinking. Uh Really, in the last 20-plus years, if you listen to a news broadcast, and I don't care whether you're listening to CNN or Fox, which are total opposites, Everything is twisted so that you listen. If you listen to the first line and the last line, you know how they are feeling on the issue. We don't just get the facts and then make up our mind ourselves. We get the facts as they see it. And Mm -hmm. I I just, you know, I, I just think, why can't you just tell me this is what happened today, period. And then I can either go, well, I don't like that, or I can go, well, I'm glad that happened. Not you tell me that I should be glad it's happening or I should hate that it's happening. But that's kind of where we we are at now in America, and we don't have that response, that individual responsibility anymore. And it's really sad because it wasn't like that when I was growing up. And, you know, I'm 58, so it's not like, you know, I'm archaic out there, you know, 100 years ago when I was a little kid, you know. but things have really changed dramatically to the point that it's almost like we're not allowed to think for ourselves anymore. And then when we do, then just like that lady, all of a sudden, well, oh, I can't believe you'd even question that. And boom, you're yeah, gone. Yeah, why would you question me? I, I'm, I'm the well, authority on this. And right. so the, what is what has happened is that the media has become the mouthpiece for whatever popular politician is the loudest and now it's become propaganda and the nation as a whole has become so lazy they don't do critical thinking they don't do research they don't dig for the facts oh okay well cnn or fox news or msnbc they said so and so so it must be gospel well no that's not falling people because only god will make the sky fall and i don't see it happening just yet Exactly. And I remember in our 2016 election, um, you know, we had so many of the candidates. And, you know, let's face it, during debates, most of the time, all they do is tell about the bad thing about everybody else. You don't have them standing anymore. This is what I want to do. This is why I believe like I want to believe. So I just took it upon myself. I thought, well, I'm just going to research all of them. And so I started researching all of the candidates. And if I would find things that hadn't been told in the media, I would put it on Facebook. And people were like, well, where would you find that out? I'm like, I just searched for it. Yeah. I looked for it, people. I found it. <coughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so you, you have, have to, to sometimes dig, but mm-hmm. at least I found it. And then I could go, oh, I like that idea, or, well, boy, I don't want that to happen. I, I could make up my own mind. People blindly follow what they're told without even thinking about it. And I think that's where the Bible talks about the very elect will be deceived because they're just blindly following instead of finding out what God says about it and what he wants us to be doing about things. Mm-hmm. Amen, sister. I want to play this song. Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with Hearts of Faith, sisters Donna and Brenda. Their maiden name is Brock, but they're both married, so they have married names. But I love them like my sisters because they are absolutely fantastic. And they did another one of my favorite songs, and I'm going to play it. It's called Go Rest High on That Mountain. I know you all all know it by the original artist. But I can promise you this song will also give you chill bumps. And then we're going to come back and talk about the song and why they decided to do this one and Long Black Train. So we will be right back. Or maybe not. It doesn't want to kick in. Okay. I don't know why it's not playing. Hang on, girls. We're having a technical difficulty. <laughs> no problem. It does happen. We may have to go down to the other one. I don't know why it's not playing. 
We'll see if we can get the. We'll see if we can get you raise me up to play. I don't know why that one's not playing. Sometimes my computer well. has its own brain. <laughs> Who knows? Let's go down to the other one. We'll just drop back and go to um, we'll Plan B. If I can there find that go. one. Let's see. Where is it? There it is. Let's see if this one will play. Hmm. That's odd. Maybe neither one of We may not get either one of them because neither one of them are playing. Uh-oh. Well, we'll just. We'll just pretend. We'll just continue talking because neither one of my songs want to play, and I know I put them up here right, so I don't know what the problem oh, is. Bless your heart. We may go. We may go back to that one. All right, let's see if we can try this one. I mean, that's what happens with live radio. Exactly. Technology's great when it works, but there are, can always be problems. But when it doesn't, it doesn't, and and for some reason, it's not wanting to work tonight. So. Let's just talk about Long Black Train. What made y'all decide Long Black Train and Go Rest High and You Raise Me Up? What made y'all decide to do those? Well, Long Black Train has a, an interesting <laughs> story behind it. Um, we do uh, concerts over in southern Illinois, um, like, you know, an hour east of the St. Louis area there and uh, around Mount Vernon, if people know southern Illinois. And... Um, there's a, a small town uh, called McLeansboro, and we have some friends who live there. And uh, <clears throat> when we are there, they have a um, fifth wheel behind their house, and that's where we stay while we're in the area. So it's kind of like a home away from home. And uh, there's a local nursing facility that we do while we're there. Well, we went to this nursing facility, and we had like an hour that we're permitted to sing. So we decided we would do about 45 to 50 minutes of our music, and then we would open it up for them to make requests of their old favorite gospel hymns or old gospel songs that they liked. And then we would just do kind of a sing-along time a cappella because we love to sing a cappella. So we were done with our time and and we said okay who has a favorite old gospel hymn they want and this one guy said long black train and i looked at him and i said that's not an old hymn and he said it's my favorite song though and i was like well i don't know the verses i know the chorus so we sang the chorus and he just loved it well he was back the next time he actually didn't even live there but he had some friends who did and he would always come to their events so second time we were back, and he came in, he said, you going to sing my song? And I said, well, I still haven't learned the verses. He said, the chorus is fine. So we did it again. Well, we went back a third time, and this time we were ready. I listened to the song, learned the tune of the verses and everything to make sure I had it right, and uh, we got ready to do our portion. And I looked over, and I pointed at him, and I said, I know what your song is, and we're ready for you this time. We've got the words on our phone. And so we sang it. Still didn't have the track. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you guys did such a great job. And I was like, well, I hope you enjoyed it. So when we went to do the Destiny CD, which this is a, on there as the first cut, um, we we just thought, you know, this would be a good song to put on there, if nothing else, just for this gentleman. And when we went into the studio, we, we did that recording down in Nashville. First time we'd actually been to Nashville to do a CD. And we had never been in this studio, never met the people there. And so we're sitting there talking, and they said, well, all right, so what's the first song we're going to get started with and warm up? And I said, Long Black Train. And the guy looks over, and he said, no, I'm serious. And I looked at him, and I said, so am I, Long Black Train. And he said, I've never heard a woman sing Long Black Train. I said, well, you're about to. And we did it. Wow. We may have to play it again just because it's an amazing song. Let's play it because it. I can't get the other two to play, but Long Black Train, ladies and gentlemen, when I heard Donna and Brenda, now y'all have to remember, my husband has only been gone not even a year yet, and the three songs that they sang were three of mine and his favorite songs. So this one just absolutely... When they sang it, it it I can't express how I felt. So I'm going to play it again because we can. There's a long black 
You know, amazing. we do acapella. I don't know if we could hear each other well enough to do a little bit of Go Rest High or Brenda could just sing a, some of it if you want some of it that way. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Yeah, go for okay. it. I know your life on earth was troubled and only you know the pain you were afraid to face the devil you were no stranger to the rain so go rest high on that mountain Done your work on earth. 
they hadn't been gone a year. We picked right back up from where we left off when they were here a year ago. It was the most amazing thing in my entire life. Yes. Yes, it, it was. was. That's and, what and, true friendship is. It is. Yes. And so what we did is we took them to a botanical garden up in Vero, because they'd never been. I did a photo shoot with them. Then I did a video for them. Their video is on my YouTube channel. I've also sent them the video so they can put it on their website, on their YouTube channel, whatever they want to. And we played. I, I used some of their songs for the video. So you have to check them out. It's Hearts of Faith and these yeah. these wonderful, wonderful girls. I just absolutely adore them. I wish I could sing like them. Maybe someday when I'm old, Aww. I want to grow up and be like them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all have we all have various giftings now, you know. We do, exactly. we do. Now yes. let's talk about. Susie's Eyes, because this is this is one of the most powerful songs that y'all have ever done. And, and sitting in the audience when y'all perform that song, I see how it affects everybody sitting there. So tell the audience about that song, how it came to be. We We were at the National Quartet Convention in Louisville, Kentucky, and the writer of the song came up to our booth. We had known Kenny Webb for several years. And uh, he came over and he said, I've got a song that y'all need to do. He's from Tennessee, so he says y'all. We say you guys in Ohio. But anyway, he said, I've got a song y'all need to do, and it needs somebody with a sweet voice. And Brenda, I think you could do that. And I said, you want a sweet voice and you want her? And we all laughed, you know, and, and everything. And uh, he said, he said, no, I really think it's it's her. And so he played it, and we just sat there and was like, oh, my gosh, yes, we've got to have that song. So we actually recorded that on our CD from 2006, 14 years ago, and yet hardly a concert goes by that we don't sing this song. That's how powerful it is. There's a lady in Dayton, Ohio, that if she comes to hear us, if we don't sing this song, she gets mad at us. And we've often Uh-oh. said, Gloria, aren't you tired of hearing that song? She says, oh, no, I'll never get tired of hearing that song. And so we recorded it in 2006. And then the beauty of this, and I don't even know, Yvonne, if you know this, um, we had always wanted to do a concept video of this song. But we didn't want, you know, just anyone to play the part of Susie, the blind girl. And so in 2008, April 2008, we were at Singing in the Sun in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And the very last night on Saturday night, I was going out the double doors into the hallway. And as I'm starting out these double doors, they opened up and this mother and her little girl, although she was about eight or nine at the time, um, but she was little, short, uh, came toward me and this little girl was blind. And we almost ran into each other. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, uh, excuse me, are you her mother? And she proudly said, yes, I am. And I was like, um, would you follow me to my booth over here a minute? I, I wanted you to hear something. And they came over to the booth, and we played the song. And this little girl's mom said, oh, my gosh, th- that just describes her to a T. And so they got we gave them the CD. And, and the next week, I got an email from... Um, the mom, and and she said, oh, my gosh, she said, our three-hour drive back home to Albemarle, North Carolina, the only song that got played off of your CD over and over was Susie's Eyes. And she said, it was it, is it Kaylee? Is her, Ky- Kayla. What is Kayla. Kayla. Okay, Kayla, yeah. Um, said she knows it word for word. And all of a sudden, a light bulb went off in my head, and I thought, oh, my gosh, that's the little girl for the concept video. And I thought, oh, great, how do we get this done? We're in Ohio. They're in North Carolina. The place that we do our videos is in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we have no money to bring these people to Tennessee to get this done or to pay them for this. And how are we going to do this? We don't even know these people. So I just you know, emailed her back and said, oh, that is just so thrilling. And I said, you know – We've always wanted to do a concept video. Would you allow her to be in it? And she wrote back and she said, when I asked her, she went through the house screaming, I'm going to be in a music video. I'm going to be in a music video. So this is like May at, by this time. 
we were headed to Florida for some concerts that August. And, of course, Knoxville is there on 75 South. Have to go through Knoxville to get to Florida. So we were going to be going that way. And so I, I messaged them and I said, well, first of all, I called the studio. And they had the day before we were planning to originally leave, they had that Wednesday open in August to, that they could do the video shoot. And so I messaged them and I said, this is what we're thinking. Would you by chance be able to get to Knoxville, you know, on that date? And it just so quote unquote happened to be that they were going to be vacationing in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, 45 minutes from Knoxville that exact week. That's a God moment. Yes, it was. And so they drove up from Pigeon Forge to Knoxville. We did the video shoot and that was 2008, August 2008. And in May 2009 at the Branson Gospel Music Convention, that concept video won DVD video of the year. Wow. One song. Uh, the other four, we made top ten and we were like thrilled to death. And then it made top five and we were like, oh my gosh. But the other four videos were full length concert videos and ours was one song. That is how powerful that song is and how it impacts people. And ladies and gentlemen, if you ever hear this song, it's called Susie's Eyes. It 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 will t- literally take your breath away because... And they can find that concept video on YouTube. Under Hearts of Faith, right? Under Hearts of uh-huh. Faith, yeah. Susie's Eyes, Hearts of Faith. If they look for Hearts of Faith, they'll find it. And we have several okay. other videos on there as well, a couple other concepts, but... That one is definitely there. And y'all need to go there. I'm telling you, you need to go there. I'm waiting for y'all to do one with Long Black Train. You know what would really be a God moment is if the two of you and Josh Groban got together and did Long Black Train. Can you imagine how powerful that (laughs) song would be? That would be a blast. That would be awesome. It can can happen. God can open any door that he wants to, so... Absolutely, it can happen Nothing's impossible with God No, and speaking of awards Ladies and gentlemen Let me me just tell you some of the awards Starting in 2004 I think, yes Starting in 2004 Top 10 duet of the year 2005, top 10 duet of the year Top 10 2006, top 5 finalist duet of the year 2007, top five finalist duet of the year. 2008, top five finalist duet of the year. 2008, Sunrise Artist. 2009, top five finalist duet of the year. 2009, Video DVD of the year, Suzy's Eyes. 2010, top five finalist duet of the year. 2013, nominee duo of the year, nominee song of the year, by the time they find me missing, and that song's powerful. 2015, Mm -hmm. nominee duo of the year. 2013, top 100 artist of the year. This is Radio Music Group. They were number 38. 2013, top 100 song of the year. By the time they find me missing, number 55. 2016, top 100 artist of the year, number 23. 2016, Top 100 Song of the Year, Love Like That, number 46. That song will knock your socks off. Southern Gospel Music Awards, 2007, Top 10 Duet of the Year, Southern Gospel Music Fanfare. 2009-2010, top, top, top 5 Duet Favorite of the Year. 2013, Top 10 Favorite Duet. 2016, Top 10 for Favorite Southern Gospel Group of SGM Fanfare. And it just keeps going and going and going and going. These ladies are, they are, as as they said on Oh Brother Where Art Thou, these beautiful women are bona fide. Thank you. Just bona fide. So let me ask y'all this. And because y'all do travel so much, and we talked about this for a few minutes before we went live, not only has this insanity and stuck on stupid deepened your fate, but what else has it done, Brenda, for you? What What did you have to do to maintain your sanity 
because basically we were prisoners in our own homes. We were. And as somebody who likes to be going and doing a lot, the first week I didn't really do much because I was in that brain fog mode, as I called it, quarantine brain. And I just didn't really have any motivation. And I'm like, this is crazy. I'm sitting here looking out my window watching people walk through my neighborhood. And I'm like, you know, I'm going to join them. So I haven't done this in years. And I have really bad allergies and everything. So I'm like, nobody's going to look at me stupid if I put a mask on and go walk my neighborhood. So not breathing the pollen. I'm like, I'm going to do it. So I walked probably about a mile the first day. And I kept increasing it and increasing it. And on the rainy days, I decided, hey, I've got this aerobic walking DVD that I can do inside, and that was a mile. So I've worked up to a couple, and now I'm doing three miles, and I'm getting in shape, getting healthier, and it. I needed to do something to make myself feel like I was accomplishing something during this time. And even when I was out walking, I got to talk to some people. There was a lady who was out, and I got to talk to her and witness to her. So God even used that during that time. So that's been my thing. I'm feeling better now than I have in years and getting in shape and feeling good about myself. So have you noticed that your ability to breathe and to use your your voice for song has increased and in, in doing better? Yes, it has. It's made it so much easier, especially right now during really bad allergy and asthma season. I've still been able to sing through it better than I have before because I'm getting my lungs healthier and I'm not wearing the mask anymore, so I'm even doing better with that. (laughs) Donna, what did you do? Well, I have a whole lot of different hobbies that I enjoy, and it's funny because we, we do our main travels out of state March through November, and so every December, January, and February, I have this big, long list of everything I'm going to get done. And you never get everything done on the list, and then it just keeps moving year to year, and it keeps growing. So one of my hobbies is genealogy, and I'm the genealogist for the Brock side of the family, our dad's family. And um, believe it or not, 20 years ago, I couldn't believe it when I realized it, in the year 2000, I went to our family reunion, which is supposed to be in a couple weeks, and unfortunately it's canceled. It would have been our 34th year in a row. Um, but I went to everyone and I said, by next year, I want you to mail me three photos. I said, I want one of the husband and wife in the early years, one of the kids in the early years, and then one of whoever is currently residing in that household, a current 2020 photo. And I, I had envelopes for them already addressed back to me and stamps, so all they had to do was get me photos or copies and mail them to me. And I was kind of hoping for 100 photos. I got 325 photos, wow. some of them dating back to 1906 of our grandparents' wedding. Okay? And so I was astonished. So I got all these in 2001. Again, between 2000 and 2001, and in 2002, I took to the family reunion three 12 by 12 um, photo albums full of all of these and the family group sheets and everything, and I take them every year, and new people or people haven't been there for a while, they get to go through all the albums, and it goes all the way back to my great-great-grandparents. And so... A couple years ago, two or three years ago, we discovered uh, a cousin of ours actually living up in Cleveland, Ohio, believe it or not, and she had done her line, which was a sibling to my great-great-grandfather, and she had all this information. So from what she gave me, the amount of information about doubled, and I did three albums from the picture she sent me of, of that line from her from my great-great-grandfather or my great-grandfather's sibling, okay? Well, I decided I was going to delve into that and do some more genealogy. And since we've been home, I have added more than 100 individuals into our Brock family tree. So, And a lot of those have been, you know, people that are current or, you know, just passed away. It wasn't like, you know, way back into the 1800s. Um, and I've connected with some of them on Facebook, 
and they're like, oh, my gosh, you have a reunion. I need to put that down. I'm going to send you some photos. So these albums are ever-growing and ever-changing, and so it's been kind of neat to just, you know, kind of get into that and learn, you know, more about the family that God put us in. Well, y'all aren't going to believe it, but we have now hit the 4 minute 56 mark. Mm. <laughs> it goes See how well, when you put It does. You, you put, you put three, three talkers, talkers together, together. <laughs> it goes fast. <laughs> so what I want, I want y'all to tell our audience the names of your CDs and where y'all can be found and where your next live performance is going to be. Okay. Um, well, first of all, our website is heartsoffaith.biz, B-I-Z, and we have four CDs available. We have Mercy, Grace, Love, which includes the song Susie's Eyes. We have Retrospect, which has three a cappella numbers on it. He Touched Me, It Is Well, We Shall Wear a Robe and Crown. By the Time They Find Me Missing is on that project, as well as the old hymn, um, Oh, no, I've just lost the name of it. Help me, Brenda. Wait, by and by. Um, thank you. Once I said the other, I couldn't think of it. It's still <laughs> quarantine fog. It's what I'm blaming anyway. Um, there you go. And then Treasures, Treasures CD. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I don't think we played any of the songs or talked about any of them tonight, but there's an old song from the 1970s um, that's just a beautiful, beautiful song that Brenda leads out on. And uh, I want to say Sweet Holy Spirit, and that's not it. Bring now, surely again. the presence of the Lord is in this surely. place. Surely, yes. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. That's on that CD. And then uh, the latest CD, Destiny, has Long Black Train, You Raised Me Up, Tie on That Mountain. Uh, it has two a cappella numbers, uh, an Amazing Grace medley and a Patriotic medley. And then um, there's a song on there that a friend of ours wrote, Standing in Your Holy Presence, that is just gorgeous. And so each of them has a lot of variety because we like a lot of different things. Um, and so um, if they go to our website, heartsoffaith.biz, and they go to the Our Music page, they can see all of the CDs. It gives all the names of the songs on each project. And if they scroll all the way down, there's a thing, a link. It says click here, and they can go to our online store and order the product. And um, they can do one CD or all four CDs. Um, and they can mix and match, so they can they can order however they wish, and the credit cards, debit cards are accepted at that uh, site. And our next um, live, it's not an in-person, but it's on Facebook Live, is this coming Friday night at 8.30. It's going from 8.30 to 9, and so they need to check us out on Facebook. There is a page that we have, and it's called Friends of Hearts of Faith, and if they go on there and like that page, they will be able to get the information and, and get the site to go on because it's going to be a, a group site, the uh, Midwest Gospel Music Convention site. Um, so they can see that, and that will be from 8.30 to 9 this coming Friday night. And then potentially we have a June 26th date in Pennsylvania, but it's going to depend on what color their county becomes. They went yeah. from red to yellow, but they have to go to green in order for us to do that. So if that doesn't happen, then we're off again the entire month of June because everything else in June has canceled. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Hearts of Faith. Find them on Facebook, Friends of Hearts of Faith. Go look up www.heartsoffaith.biz. These women are absolutely marvelous. I love them to death. We will be back on June the 8th with author June Trop, and I think it's at 8 o'clock, might be at 9 o'clock. But in this, in this environment we're in, be kind. Be kind to each other and be kind to yourselves. Donna, Brenda, I love you both very much. Thank you so much love for you being dearly. on the show tonight. We love you, too. Thank, Thank you. you we feel like we're connected with you again, even though we're not in the same state. Oh, yes. Not, we, yeah, we can come okay. back. Okay. Yeah, yeah we'll got, bring you back we got with lots more songs. More, oh, we got lots more songs and lots more road stories, some even really funny, too. Yeah, so oh, we'll yeah. bring them back, ladies and gentlemen, because I love these girls, because they are absolutely oh, marvelous. And so... Join me on June the 8th, and y'all know that when um, I get it up, then 
I will I will tag y'all once it go up in the archives. This is Up the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with Hearts of Faith, sisters Donna and Brenda. Check them out, and we will see you all on June the 8th. Okay, we have now gone off the air, so I will let you two go. I will get this archived, and thank you so much, girls. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank You're you. Very welcome. We had a blast. Yes. And it went by so fast. <laughs> it did. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. And so we get love the stories so ready, and we'll get the songs ready, and maybe Blog Talk Radio won't be having brain cramps, and we'll play all the <laughs> the other songs. There you that go. Works. We'll have to tune in next time to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, darlings. I'll talk to y'all later. Okay. All right. Take it Bye-bye. easy. Good night. Good night. Uh, good night. <laughs>